Sometimes when you're dealing with a narcissist, you feel incredibly stressed and there's just not a whole lot you can do to change your mind. We've been talking about the neuroscience of recovery and today we're going to kind of cover some really basic calm yourself down exercises, things that you can use to really start to change your life. So todayqueenbeing.com, we're going to talk about some breathing exercises and some other techniques you can use as well as how to go from being stressed out and upset to being in your flow state. And we're going to talk about what all of that means and how exactly exactly you can get there. So let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So we're going to start off today by talking about first some breathing exercises and other techniques that can help you stay calm. So if you're looking to change your life to improve your ability to stay calm, cool and collected while you're under pressure, whether it's while you're dealing with a narcissist or afterward while you're going through recovery, there are techniques that you can use a bunch, but we're going to start today with these three. One of the easiest ways to stay calm under pressure is to control your breathing. Once you learn how to do this, it will help you stay calmer and avoid being pushed over into that stress response that makes you sick in so many different ways. So let's talk about it. Take a look. Let's talk about equal breathing. This is a technique from yoga, which essentially requires that you breathe in and out through your nose. While you do this, you maintain your breath for an equal amount of time on the inward and outward breaths. So you might breathe out for four seconds and then breathe in for four seconds. This helps you to empty your lungs and fill them with fresh oxygen. The slow, deep breathing will allow you to trigger your rest and digest state, which is similar but slightly different to the fight or flight state, which is controlled by the parasympathetic nervous system. And this is a great way to stave off an anxiety response. Next, we're going to cover breathing from the stomach. This is another breathing technique to try, and it's simply to breathe from the stomach. So if you try breathing right now and note whether your stomach or chest moves first, First, you might well find that you breathe by leading with your chest. This will limit the amount of oxygen that you can take in with each breath, and that can increase stress. Instead, breathe by first allowing your abdomen to expand. Use those muscles and expand your abdominal cavity. This will allow your diaphragm to drop into that space, opening up your lungs. Then you can follow by expanding your chest and you will have more space in total to take in more oxygen. Let's talk about power positions. Power positions are those which have been shown by research to trigger the production of positive stress-fighting hormones. One of those is called the victory pose. If you simply stand with your arms above you in a V-shape, like you had just won a competition, this will increase your production of testosterone and other good feel-good hormones, helping you to feel more confident and more driven. Of course, it's always best to do this kind of somewhere private before the event that you're nervous about. Now we're going to talk about the flow state. What's the flow state? How do you get to the flow state? How do you do it when you're under pressure? And what's the value of it? Ready? Take a look. How to tap into flow states for flawless performance under pressure. A flow state is a near mythical psychological state that makes us calm, alert, and highly able to react and respond to what's going on around us. 
Flow states are the mental states we go into when we're hurtling down the side of a snowy mountain on a snowboard, and the state we enter into when we're able to quickly respond to a falling object and thereby catch it in just the nick of time. Flow states also give us the ability to stay fixated on work without distraction or to lose ourselves in conversation to the extent that we don't notice the passage of time. Flow states are sometimes referred to as being in the zone, and chances are that most of us have experienced them at one time or another. In fact, it's suggested that most athletic records were broken by athletes who had unintentionally tapped into flow states. And it suggested that flow states might be the key to many major breakthroughs in science and business. What's happening in the brain during a flow state? In reality, flow states are dictated by the production of a whole bunch of different neurotransmitters and hormones that bear really close resemblance to those produced during stress or the fight or flight response. And these include adrenaline, noradrenaline, dopamine, serotonin, cortisol, but it's likely that the brain also produces more serotonin than it would during fight or flight. There are also large quantities of anandamide, which is the bliss hormone that is associated with marijuana use. This combination of neurotransmitters is also combined with a brain state called temporohypofrontality. This means that activity in the prefrontal cortex is temporarily subdued, essentially allowing the brain to act without the critical inner voice or second guessing. This is what enhances reactions and creates the sense of time almost slowing down. Meanwhile, anandamide increases creative problem solving, while the serotonin and dopamine enhances the senses, reflexes, and more. So how do you trigger a flow state instead of anxiety? Well, essentially the chemical makeup of a flow state is very similar to stress, but combined with bliss, the feel-good hormone, in other words, we kick into a state of heightened awareness when we think something is highly important or possibly even dangerous. The difference, though, is that we aren't afraid at this point, and instead, we enjoy it, leading to the sense of elation. So the next time you feel stressed, try to view it as an enjoyable challenge, and you might just be able to tap into your full potential. Okay, this brings me to the question of the day, and the question of the day is, what do you do when you're stressed out and you feel like you can't go any further what do you do to keep going? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, your comments, your concerns in the comment section below and let's talk about it. If you have things that you do to change your response to stress that you can share, you might help another survivor. And if you don't know how you can calm down and be stress-free or at least reduce your stress in the face of dealing with a narcissist, maybe you can try one of the techniques I listed here today. But if not, let me know that in the comments below and let me know how else I can help you make your life better as you're going through recovery. Make sure you stay tuned because in my next video, I'm going to give you even more ways that you can go inside your own head, make a few little tweaks and start to change your life for the better. Thanks for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right here and right here. And check out the videos I've left for you in the cards above because those are going to help you to become more connected with yourself and your recovery. And hey, don't forget to hit that subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. Now don't forget, you are never alone. You always have your spanily. I'll see you soon.